And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 58 to the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. He's a writer, producer, and the voice of many audiobooks, which means he's also an all-natural cure for insomnia. It's Eric Martin. And she's a comedian and podcaster who's almost figured out what she's going to be at the end of the pandemic. She's narrowed it down to ghost hunter, maker of satisfying soap carving videos, and podcaster, but more successful, it's Renee Colbert. Tone Zone is here to inform you regretfully that it is impossible for him to take any man seriously whose name is Doodles. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Malongas. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend, that particular carbohydrate, which is a starchy root vegetable, which I was unfamiliar with until but a moment ago, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Lauren Kelly. Now, there is some excitement about Malongas in the Patreon comment section because Lauren Kelly submitted it and then Lisa Lowry was like, oh yeah, forget mine, that one. And I don't understand the uh, fanfare for this particular tuber. It, I don't know if it's an inside joke among them. I don't know if it's something that came up on the BFF fan cast. I don't know. If anyone here knows Malongas, work that into conversation later. They're also known as taro. There's also some, some cocoa yam or something. I don't know. It looks like, it looks from the outside like a hairy turd, but the inside is sort of like a <laughs> geode, much more beautiful. Anyway, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen, all sorts of fun stuff, bonus episodes, Zoom parties. Um, there's a new reward that I'm offering, which is if you are at the confidant level, you can text me and you can receive texts from me. And I've been having I've been doing it for like a week now and I've been having so much fun doing it. And I think the people who are receiving and sending the texts are also having fun. So um, get on that. Okay. Very excited to welcome my guests. Now, someone has been missing on this show for the last year. He's made periodic appearances on the Monday show. He's still been doing the intros. But my husband, Daniel Quantz, has Quantz. not been on the Thursday shows. Cancel and- culture. <laughs> Daniel, welcome. Woo-hoo. Hi, everybody. Yeah. So excited to be back. <laughs> it's nice to see you. You are in the house. I'm in the studio. Yeah. You're in the house because I'm afraid of what would happen if we both zoomed from the same room. I think it would be chaos with the slight delay. We couldn't be on separate Zooms. We'd have to sit shoulder to shoulder, which it's like I'm I'm not the kind of person that sits shoulder to shoulder with one other person at a restaurant. I'm not going to do it on a Zoom. <laughs> Glad that you have principles. You know those people? They'll go as a couple and then they'll sit on the same side of the yeah. table. And you're like, what are you trying to prove? Oh, we, I get Paris? it. You're in love. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I would no. like to say hello to my other guests. Returning to the show, Renee Colvert. Hello. Hello. So happy to be here. I said this before we started recording. I think I'm responsible for this. 
Because I was just thinking yeah. how much I miss having Daniel on the show, and then he oh. appeared. And a little bit, like, everybody's like, oh, what are you going to do once quarantine's over? This was it. So I did it. I got an email. <laughs> this was my thing. Disneyland, from- vacations, uh-uh. I want to see Daniel. <laughs> I got an email from Facebook that was listening through your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they said, you need to be on the show. Yeah. And I did say it out loud. Yeah. So I'm glad that it... It was either this or a, an Instagram ad of me, of my face. <laughs> sure. Um, which is coming so renee this was your goal for when pandemic's over which by the way i don't feel like it's over yet i overheard our son saying he was asking when we're gonna go to disneyland and we were saying like oh i don't know and then he's like but the but the he calls it a virus, but the virus is over. <laughs> and I thought, who told who told him that? I don't. He's I don't listening to Fox News. I am also very excited to welcome back to the show, currently beardless Eric Martin. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm 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 thrilled to see you all. I feel it's like the bit. last time you were on, you had just quite a majestic beard. It's right? true. I'd- I had had it for years, yeah, and then it's um, it's gone. What happened? No I mean, I can always grow it back, but I, I shaved it. But I mean, I'm going to need just a skosh more than that. Unless it really was something where you're like, I don't know, what the hell, I'll shave it. I feel like more goes into that. I mean, Daniel has been on a a hair journey this whole pandemic and i i'm oh, yeah. intimately acquainted with his hair which i find it like bits of it everywhere um but for you what 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 thoughts went into the shaving of the beard yeah i mean it was really just i've had this for a long time more than i've ever had this on my face before i don't remember what my face looks like i think it's still good <laughs> but i'm not sure <laughs> So I I, um, I gave it a try, and thankfully it um, it worked. Meaning it, you know, facially I'm still I like what I see, so I'm I'm okay. What what now? What were you worried might? Were you worried there was like some chin atrophy or something? <laughs> chin atrophy <laughs> was a Gross. very specific worry that it could have just there could have been wattles. Gone. You know, there it could it's be. Not there. Yeah, I mean, what if it was discolored in a in a in a you know odd way? Right. You know. Like that, something that a tan, you know, couldn't couldn't handle, you know, because it hadn't seen the sun in so long, so it hadn't seen anything other than hair for so for so very long. You know, you raise an interesting question. You didn't raise it, but what you said it raised it in my mind. Is there it's such implied. a thing as like a beard tan? There's sure. got to be, right? Certainly, right. But yeah, how come yeah. when men shave their beards and now there's three? Hang on one second. I got ahead of myself. Tony Thaxton, hello and welcome. Hello. There we go. My beard's back. Yeah. But, you, know, I, you, you, you judged him for possibly just shaving it just because, and that's what I did like a month or two ago. But it didn't, it didn't stick. It didn't. It didn't. Except for that time that I accidentally did it again using the wrong guard on my razor. Yeah. <laughs> but we're back now. <laughs> um, okay. So of the five of us here, three have <laughs> shaved their beard. Did you have some weird beard tan situation happening afterwards? I don't think no. I ever have. No, no. I have. I have wondered no. that though, but I yeah, I've never seen it or had it. I shaved it in the middle of the summer, and it was it was unnoticeable. It was a little you know pink from the, from the shaving for a day or so, right. as I recall, but not. I, yeah, I guess maybe the sun peeks through. Do you it's guys weird. find when you shave, especially in the mustache area, I can't tell if it's. 
uh, there's actually something happening where immediately post-shave, there's some sort of swelling to the skin, or if it's just optically, I'm so used to seeing uh, a mustache there that it it feels like my the lip has like swollen or something. I always feel if it's, did you ever see the picture of, uh, of what's his name playing Superman and justice league where they digitally removed his mustache and it's really weird looking. That's how I feel like I look after I shave my mustache, but I don't know if it's just, there's something about all that nakedness above the lip. You know, it's like, it's like there was space there. Uh, there was no space there and now there's space and it's, it's, it, it's disturbing. It's like, Oh, this should not, be but thankfully it doesn't last too long but yeah it is shocking and upsetting uh, yeah. when it when it happens that just i here's what i'm hearing is that there is a deep underappreciation for how juicy your lips are you gotta <laughs> you guys beard no beard we gotta yeah. appreciate it right Mwah. juicy upper lips is what they're, they're talking like what's the it's the lip version of a fupa oh yeah yeah what is this called uh what is a fupa oh sorry that's a fat upper pussy area <laughs> I'm so glad I asked. Okay. <laughs> I could have let that slide. So this is—it's a fula, fat upper lip area. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the face equivalent of the taint. <laughs> and we Between should call the it that more. The face taint. Oh, yeah. taint, taint, taint the nose, taint the mouth. <laughs> Speaking of things that are a little gross or a little off color, I must issue a correction. Tony, what would we play if I'm issuing a correction? Tony Thaxton. I walked right into that. Mm -hmm. Um, So on the Ryan Sickler episode, which Tony was there for it. Tony's back on the Monday. Look, incrementally, we're getting back to the way it was. Tony's now back on the Monday shows. Daniel's here on the Thursday show. That was such a good episode, didn't you think, Tony? I mean, it wasn't one of my dogs that I usually put out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it was it was good. I I I knew his name, but I was not familiar, uh, really familiar with him beside his name. So, yeah, it was fun. I thought it was. Yeah. And it was like funny and honest and poignant. But anyway, I started by talking about something called I referred to it as defecology, which is when. Um, and there's a whole backstory to it. I'm not going to go into the whole story, but I was doing some reading on prolapse, which can happen after you have a baby and there's a surgery to correct it. And someone I follow on Instagram just got the surgery. And I was like, how is this diagnosed? And I, there's something called, I was referring to it as defecology, but it's defecography or defecography where you drink some kind of contrast and then you sit on a special toilet and you take a dump in front of clinicians and i guess they watch like the path the magical path of the poop yeah um so i just want to say it is not called defecology which i think would be the study of defecation also something close to my heart but defecography and i still don't know whether this is (laughs) daniel looks like he wants nobody nobody's out there listening going Oh my God! Can you believe Allison keeps calling it defecology? Oh. But I think they are pondering Jesus. who's got that on their diploma right now. That's framed, <laughs> right. right? That's a BA, I mean, a BM, and yeah. defecology. <laughs> yeah. So lots of stuff to catch up on, Renee. Your podcast. You have yes. multiple podcasts, but your new podcast, "My Pandemic Makeover Spectacular," is so good. Oh, Allison. it's really, I know that you, 
I know your brand is yes. downplaying yourself because sure. I relate. Um, but it, it's really, really good. I think you should be very proud of it. Thank you. That means so much to me. You know, it's uh, wait, are we on? It's time to talk about Renee time, or are we still doing circles? Because it's Renee time. Yeah, you, we can have Renee time. Well, yeah. Let me get cozy. Uh, <laughs> so, so I think you guys know this. So, um, Eric, I wanted to create a show that would teach me how to edit. Oh, I'm already uh, a fan. Oh, but you guys. <laughs> But we should going. hang out more. Okay. <laughs> so, so the plan essentially was like to teach myself how to like edit and I won't do it if I didn't have somebody holding me accountable, uh, thinking that that'll just like light the fire to make me want to be a host. And what I'm finding is I love editing and I love stories and I love all the behind the scenes. Actually, being on mic is my least favorite part. So it's taken twists and turns that I couldn't possibly uh, I'm sorry, have but imagined. Who loves editing? <laughs> I know. I don't you know, know what's happening. I'm kind of on the same page with her there. It, yeah. It de- it, well, it sort of depends on the show. Like, cer- cause certain sh- like a show like, like hers, I feel like, yeah, like you're saying, it's kind of a little more telling a story and, and right. kind of like piecing everything together is kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah. Uh, so with, was so interesting, just, you know how sometimes it's just nice that the timing of it worked out. So then there's a, a big show coming down the pike at work work that is going to be a little bit more narrative and a little bit more highly edited. And had I not done this own like side project show, I wouldn't have known all the things I need to know to do this other show. So now I've got to like use every skill except for being on mic with this actual work project. And it, would you believe it just as fulfilling? It's, a very bizarre turn that I am finding that I, hmm. I like my little side hustle projects, but so long as I can be creative in some way, it's just as good. Isn't that wild? Now I want to ask questions about the big show coming down the pike, but I bet you can't talk about it. I, I, I will in Q4. I'll tell you all about it. Well, and I'll tell you all as soon as we get on I can't on this wait Zoom, till Q4. <laughs> Oh, this is a QAnon podcast? Is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Tony, we meant to break that to you. Um, but that means so much to me. And aren't you guys always so, like, truly touched when people who are in the exact same industry listen to your shit or, like, mm-hmm. follow? Like, when you write, would they read what you wrote or when you do whatever? It just, it means a lot. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not a huge following, but the people that listen, I'm like, oh, well, thanks, guys. So. You change your lives. Yeah. Including your own. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have any follow-up questions other than the twists and turns <laughs> of me being on mic? Um, well, so you're realizing you don't like being on mic. That's interesting. You know, I mean, a- you're someone who was on Broadway. Uh, yeah, you would think. You would think. I guess there's a quota for how many times I can be uh, the star. Uh, no, <laughs> I think it's more a realization of if I have to choose between working with a team or like doing all of the self-promoting and the thing and the thing, I am more comfortable on the the team element. I hope down the road there's projects that I can still be on mic for. But if it's like you have to choose, then I would probably prefer the the writing and the editing part. Interesting. Yeah. I had an experience recently, which everyone knows about because I've talked about it on every podcast I've been on, all of mine and other people's, I think. Yeah. Um, where I got into a little kerfuffle with some real horrendous bitches on a <laughs> Facebook moms group that I'm right. a member of. Yeah. And it, they, I mean, these women, I just, <laughs> there's one in particular. This happened like eight days ago. No, maybe two. I don't know. It happened some time ago and I still am thinking about I it. Like it was and like sure. two and a half weeks ago. It happened <laughs> a lot. It happened in Q1, Renee. <laughs> a Q1. And oh, man. 
This one. <laughs> I'm glad you can talk about it now. This yeah. one woman. I mean, I read. I was looking at her husband's Twitter account last night. Right. Like, because I just don't understand how he can be married to such such just a massive bitch. And I was reading her LinkedIn. I'm like, what does? She? I mean, it's like. <laughs> I it's insane. I'm insane. I am the poster person for like I, it's crazy. gone too far. I'm crazy. I just want life to just take a huge shit on her head. Like she is just unbelievable. I hate her so much. Oh, but yes, but yes. Daniel, it's deserved, don't you think? Because I've been. She, I mean, she deserves my ire. Yeah, she sounds. Oh, Which one are you talking about? What? Whoa. Which one are you talking about? The, the the main, main one? one, yeah. The, the nemesis. Oh, yeah, she's awful. Yeah. Now, is she on the nose awful where she's being directly mean or she's being passive aggressive and condescending? No, she's being very confrontational yeah. and just just awful. But, but I would say, like, there's she's not the only one. No, there's a whole group of them, but she's the one where, like, in another group that I'm a member of, this whole fucking thing started because I was like, you know, I heard engagement on Facebook is actually greater than Instagram and Twitter where I spend most of my time. So right. I think it would be good for me to, to like, even though Facebook is horrible, it would be good for me to just, you know, be posting about my show on Facebook. And next thing I know, I'm sucked into this mom Oof. insanity. But there's another group that I'm a member of. And on that group, they were talking about something that had happened on the main, on the other, the big group. And they were talking about this one woman said this thing. And I'm like, oh, I bet it's that particular woman. And it was. Um, she's everywhere. She can't shake her. Yes. And by the way, I'm now not even angry at her over how she treated me. I'm angry at her over her existence, which is very irksome. <laughs> but anyway, the point of all of this, besides letting me just let off some steam. Yeah, of course. After it happened, my run-in with them, which I found very upsetting, I was like, I just want, I don't want to be, I don't want to be exposed and vulnerable and like putting myself out there anymore. I just like, what if I don't even want to be talking on into a mic anymore? What if I want to just completely like lead a not, no longer on the internet existence? Yeah. Um, Maybe you prefer editing. But that's what is <laughs> possible. <laughs> Except I, I really don't like editing. Other than that, I do. <laughs> other than, <laughs> other than the fact that I really don't care for editing, I think I prefer editing. Um, yeah. But that's what made me think of this, right? Like no, Renee, what I mean. Except that I was very aware that it was a temporary thing because, like, I feel like my whole thing is putting myself out there so that other people can be like, "You're okay," and I'm like, "Thank you." Right. That's what keeps me going. Um, sure. That and my children whom I love and my husband. Hi, Daniel. Um, <laughs> but is that, are you, are you, is that how you're feeling? Like you just want to be a, a not public person? Yeah, I think so. Well, and I think it's the, um, the feeling that you feel, the like desperate, like, please love me, please mm -hmm. follow me, please yes. like me, like following the numbers of how many downloads had happened and, uh, yeah, and then and then a little bit also just being like completely unattainable. Like I was gained a whole twelve followers out of this. It's just like so twelve a year. Okay, all right. <laughs> by the time I'm four thousand, I should be able to be an actual you know competitive source in this. So uh, so yeah, I think it's just feeling uh, 
you know, not unique because, of course, everybody's feeling that way. But just maybe that's not the fabric I'm cut from. I might be more of a, mm. a team player type of person. I, if I lived there, they're like, hey, great news. We're going to give you a show. Guaranteed success. Of course, that'd be fun. But I think it's the hustle of it feels yeah, crummy when myself. I'd rather just focus on the work. Yeah. I think we're all burnt out. Eric Martin, are you burnt yeah. out? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but I'm still plowing away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's your year been like? I know you have a book that has it, just come out. Congratulations. Thank you. It started at the beginning of this last year period. And for me, in some ways, going into this pandemic, I had advantages. This booth that I'm in right now, you know, that I, I'm usually in here four to five days a week anyway, recording audiobooks, talking to this microphone in front of me, you know, while the outside world stays away and I'm just talking to one person. Um, so in some ways, I was uniquely qualified to ride this out. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, you know, for me, it, like last March, I was like, I, I see this coming. I know this is going to be bad. Um, and I can't stop this. So since it's happening, I might as well use this as an opportunity to finally write that book that I've been talking about. Um, and um, I knew that it was time to, to lock down. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out for one last night. Um, I'll stay away from people. And I know that I'll probably won't see this again in 12 to 18 months. Uh, and I did. I had a couple of drinks, enjoyed myself, uh, and then promptly got sick two days later. And I was knocked out for weeks. Was that COVID? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Uh, I just don't know. Um, it was, did it you tested. Get tested? I it got, I tested, was tested negative uh, mm. early on. Um, you know, like two weeks later, um, I, I, I got one, didn't get it. Did an antibody test um, months later, but that was negative too. But I still had, you know, symptoms. Like, thankfully, the fatigue, all that stuff went away. But God, I was I was knocked out and still had, you know, chest pain. So sounds sounds COVID esque. Yeah, it sure does, right? Um, It's it's gotten better and better and better over time. So it's been good. So I've been able to be, you know, working this whole time. Um, But I was like, well, you know. I went through this. Let's incorporate that into the into the book to to some degree. It's not going to be about that, but that's going to be the backdrop. Um, so, I love playing video games, and that's a way of escape. So, you know, there's things like Ready Player One, where you jump into video game worlds, and um, and then you're 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 out. You're 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 basically among people again. So, I was thinking, you know. Let's have a a, a book, you know, a, a book where you can go into a game world, um, and I call it New Arcadia, and it <laughs> takes you back to the '90s. So you're uh, you don't have your cell phone, you've got a pager, you know, you don't have um, you don't have the latest in fashion. In fact, you're wearing a fanny pack. What do you do? Um, that actually so, is, I think, fashionable now again. Just FYI. Oh, oh, great. Okay, good to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was. Um, the purpose of going back into this game world um, to be in community, to be among people again. Th- this is the only way we could do it to actually be in a community by, um, you know, uh, being in a nineties beat em up video game. <laughs> so that's the, uh, that's the world I created. And it was scary to do that, but I've narrated so many audiobooks. I was like, well, the way I can do this and the, the way I can feel confident about this is to imagine it as an audiobook and write it mm. for the people that um that I that I know and want to play the parts and so I did it as a big multicast audiobook and got all these wonderful people to be a part of it created a soundtrack and just made it a whole production um and it was a blast and a joy and it felt so amazing to write these things down and 
And then if I didn't like what I was saying, I could just change it. Um, you can't do that in most books, but if you wrote it, you, you can change it. So that was nice. Eric, so cool. I've noticed you never cast me in your audiobooks. And I feel like, <laughs> and I say this as a friend, I feel like you're missing out. I'm so glad, Allison, that you mentioned this, because here's what I want to tell you today. And it's a part of the reason I'm on the show. Mm. Uh, and you don't know this. But um, this is not just a single book. <laughs> this is a trilogy. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. So there's Eric, three books you- I have not been cast in. <laughs> Eric, you don't have to indulge this. <laughs> And you don't have to say one way or the other, but in the sequel, it's going to take place in a 90s Brooklyn area. Uh Oh, Um, Oh boy. But I'm I'm um, there's there's a role, I think, that you might be interested in. What's it? Allison, have you lived in New York? I don't know reference to this. I don't talk about it often, Renee. But yes, I did live in New York for a large, a a large chunk of time. People always want me to talk about it, but I don't I feel like I don't want to, you know. I don't want to indulge that. But yes, I sure. did live there. So this is pretty serendipitous. Guys. It does. Renee, did you manifest this as well? I did. Yeah. I can't, Listen, I spent all day long just working on what I want this Zoom to be. And it is all coming true. I love it. <laughs> Daniel, are you embarrassed to be married to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. though. Are you just sitting there being like, "Ugh, this is what I haven't been a part of for a year. Why did I come back? No, but it's 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 weird not being across the table from people doing the right. show. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, it's got I'm a different over a year in, and I'm still not used to it. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till we can just say, uh, "Screw it, let's have people in." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I just realized this week is that if you are in a meeting with some bozos, make them tiny. You just squish them. Just put them in the corner of your laptop. You didn't have to have them full screen this whole time. I just figured that out last week. Wait, what are you connecting with them on? Uh, On Zoom. But like, you know how like you can make it the full screen or then you can like. Oh, you mean like just like minimize. So now I just got a bunch of little gremlins in the corner being like, buy, sell. (laughs) Who cares? Are you on the the stock exchange? Is that where you're working now? (laughs) Is your big project a big like a big. NASDAQ. I've also just recently figured out mute and just assume that that's the uh, the agenda that they're really driving forward. Uh, But it's very powerful. If ever you're uh, you're stuck in a Zoom that you don't like, just squish them. I will do. I can't recommend it enough. Daniel, don't be doing that right now. Is that gallery view? Uh, You can do, or just grab the grab the corner, take it with your mouse, and then drag it, and then just there she goes. Just make it small. So like here, I'm doing my wife. Okay. Well, now yeah, I want to see what happens. Oh, oh my God. Right? How cute. It's adorable. Yeah. And so, like this thing that normally would be intimidating of just like, we need this by this. Uh, you're just like, oh, look at you yelling. You're so little. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I squished everyone. I dragged the corner, made it real small, and then pulled it back. And now everyone's in a different spot. Oh, wow. Yeah. Renee, yeah. you're upper left. I also you manifested were that. Bottom yeah. right. Oh, yeah, you I'm can gonna... drag pe- I just discovered this as I was playing too. You can just drag people where you want them. On oh the my God. Well. I didn't realize Wait, this either. This oh that. my God. This audio podcast just okay. really got kicked up a notch Ooh. for everyone. Eric, you just Mine's got not doing feeling. that. <laughs> Try it, Daniel. No, uh, what no, do you suppose no. the reason for that is? Screen grabs? I don't know. Why move people around like that? I don't know. Maybe if you're in uh, like a huge uh, group 
chat. Oh, yeah, you can Zoom decide who you want to like see and where. And if you're a control freak and you need to have everybody around your yeah. table, your virtual table, just so, right. you right. can organize them. And that could, that could you know, if you're you know OCD, that could calm the demons, for example. Look have people exactly where you want them. Zoom, and this is a thought of everything. Just, this is a control you can't get in the real world. Just to sh- maybe I am OCD or just a creature of habit, but I actually just put everyone back where they were when we well, started sure. this meeting because it was bothering me. Adjusting it's a courtesy to your listeners as well, though. On the Patreon, right? <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah, because they're want- watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're here on Patreon.com. Patreon slash Allison Rosen. That's where they can watch this video and they can actually get a bird's eye view <laughs> if the bird is on the ground of um <laughs> our of of Daniel in our house and office because that's where Daniel is and you can see his organization systems and just a sliver of my desk which I see that he has made it so there's, we can't really there's this is where the mess begins right where you're here. pointing yeah right where that and then the rest of it is just piles of junk yeah that way i have books piles of books we recently uh, we are in the process of getting a mailbox in Burbank because our mailbox right now is uh, across town is on the west side, mm. and uh, they have a shredding service at the this new mail place. It's a dollar a pound, and Daniel has threatened to shred Everything. my whole desk. <laughs> oh. Everything. It's fine. Do it. I don't need that stuff. There. I don't know where to begin to to organize. I mean, we we end up keeping so much stuff that you're never, ever, ever, ever going to look at again or need. I know. Um, I want to tell them about what we found out about a certain person's headshot on the wall. But first, at the mail place, but first I need to talk to you guys about something that would make a great Mother's Day gift or a gift for yourself. It is Pandora Jewelry. They have... I don't know if you're familiar with Pandora jewelry. They have um, charm bracelets that you've probably seen people wear, like very cute charm bracelets where you can collect different charms. They have rings, stackable rings or statement rings. They have necklaces. They have all, all the kinds of jewelry. They have it. And it is. I was looking at the stacking rings earlier um, because I'm a fan of those. And I was like, I would like to buy all of them. Uh, and uh, Daniel, I don't know what you have planned for Mother's Day, but maybe I'll just buy something Love for it. myself. Did you say nothing? Yeah, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Let mom know you'll always be by her side with a message of love that she can wear every day. Shop April 22nd through 26th and receive a free limited edition sterling silver bangle with your Pandora purchase of 150 or more. Pandora has gifts for every mom with new designs in their collection of contemporary classics. Thank the mom in your life for always being there with a sparkling gift from Pandora Jewelry. Shop online or in-store between uh, April 22nd and April 26th and receive a bonus gift with your $150 Pandora Jewelry purchase, a limited edition sterling silver bangle. Go to us.pandora.net slash convos to start shopping or find a store near you. That's us.pandora.net slash convos, us.pandora.net slash convos. Um, I also want to tell you guys about something. Daniel, I hope this doesn't make you uncomfortable. It's a sex positive product that I'm going to talk about. Did you know women are four times more likely than men to say that sex is not at all pleasurable in the past year. Dame, not in my experience. 
Dame <laughs> is here to fix that. Their mission, cultivating pleasure to enrich well-being. Um, Dame Products is a woman-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples like you. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. Their vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love, earning glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and more. Whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost where it matters or on a journey of self-exploration, we're sure they'll earn a spot on your nightstand. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. And I think the last time I... Uh, talked about them, I mentioned, I feel like I as an individual have come a long way because they're probably years ago, I would have been like, Oh, I don't know. I'm not entirely. I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little prudish, but, uh, now I'm not anymore because when my Dame products arrived, I was like, I am excited to try these. <laughs> Great. Thumbs Sold. up. I Googled it while you were doing it. Let's, right. Let's all get in on this. Right. Go to dameproducts.com slash Allison today for 10% off. Again, that's dameproducts, D-A-M-E products.com slash Allison for 10% off. Okay. So we're at the mailbox place and we notice there's like a ton of old headshots on the wall. We're talking John Stamos. Marsha Cross from Melrose Place. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice pull, Johnny Depp. Um, who else? Oh, what's her? Uh, what's her? What's her, who is Eva Long? No, not Eva Longoria. The one who's with um, Ryan Gosling, Eva Mendez. Okay, mm. Daniel. Do you remember who else there was? Oh, there were some big stars. There was uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yep. I mean, was, but like all from a long time ago. So I and well, not usually, that long ago. It was like Iron Man. Okay. Usually I find that wearing a mask cuts down on my desire to have any sort of conversation with anyone. Um, but I was just a real chatty Kathy on this day. So I was like, how do they, how do these get here? Because right. naturally I want to slip one of mine on the wall. Of the course. assumption when you see that is they've been in there. They all have mailboxes there. Yeah. Of course. They come in frequently enough where you, the owner would say, hey, can you bring in a headshot? Yeah. Stars. Right? They have mail too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's weird. I mean, I guess that is the assumption. But like, why does that make sense that if you owned a business, you would say, hey, could you bring in a headshot? Sure. Yeah. It makes more sense than the person just having one on them. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> so we found out that an agent has a box there and he provided the headshots. Oh. But, or she. Or she, excuse or they. Right. Excuse yeah. me. Or they. But uh, and maybe multiple agencies. Let's just say. Yeah, so sure. But the guy, the guy who played Soup Nazi, is on the wall, and apparently <laughs> okay. they still receive homemade soup for him frequently. People no, send in homemade soup. Oh wow! Unless, can, can you, what's the leak factor on that? Uh, yeah, I don't understand how. Like, how does he know that they're receiving homemade soup? Does it say on the outside, "Fragile Soup"? <laughs> yeah, warning. Hot soup. Yes. Hot soup inside. Hot soup. Allison, yes. would you like to tell everybody what you said in the car? <laughs> I don't know that this is going to translate to. I don't know if this is going to be entertaining, although that's never stopped me in the past. <laughs> I said it's weird that he's 
people think he would still want soup. And and I pointed out that he never wanted soup. <laughs> that was a character. That we hit a pocket of. I <laughs> wish not, more people would send me soup. Yeah. He's not actually the soup Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. In my mind, it's like there was a time period where he did welcome he the soup. He was really into soup. Yeah. And now it doesn't make sense. But I, really, if he ever wanted the soup, that wouldn't go away. He yeah, would still I will want say- it. I have seen that guy at uh, the mailbox, some, like uh, like comic book conventions. Like he'll be like in the autograph section, right? And the thing he oh. offers is you can get a signed soup ladle from him. That's fun! Wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah. man knows his business. Yeah. Uh, were these so were these things signed? By the way, were, were, yes. Like, was it like thank you for the mail? Or um, I couldn't actually re- read any of them. Um, said, thanks for the soup. Yeah. <laughs> it did say dear name of place. Some um, of them did. Yeah. Okay. Not too bad. That seems reputable. It also seems to be circuit the time, though, that you could just go to the back of a tiger beat and do fan mail. So yes. is it possible that mm. the, the place themselves? I like this agent story. I'm buying this agent story. But has, has each one of those been earned via... A fandom. Probably Wait, I, so I used to read Tiger Beat. Are you saying that you could like send away to get signed headshots in Tiger yeah, Beat? Yeah, at the back of the Tiger Beat. They just had like all of the addresses where you could, listen, if you're in Colorado, that's your weekend right there. <laughs> right in Dolly Parton. <laughs> you're, uh, you're going out to, uh, who else was big? JTT, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, Wait, then, did you say JTT? Right, Jonathan Taylor. Right, Thomas. Jonathan oh, Taylor yes. Thomas. Yeah, going back. Uh, yeah. Keeping yeah. with the T theme, a lot of Mr. T's, a lot of options for that one. <laughs> it's great. It's fun. Yeah. It's a touch of Hollywood in old Renee Colbert's bedroom. I loved teen magazines. I was yeah. so. Did you read a lot of them, Renee? Oh, obsessed. Yeah, I would go to Ralph's, and I think I would drive my. Did I drive myself? Was I still reading them when I was six? It was like a, a guilty pleasure and a deep, dark secret. I was right. very afraid of anyone recognizing me over by the magazines. So I was right. like always ready to grab a savour or something that would look reputa- reputable. Um, and uh, that's a magazine, right? Yeah, I think so. Wait, say it again. Savour, like S-A-V-E-U-R. I think it's like a cooking magazine. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it. Sure. Now I'm like, savers. or is it men's fashion? I don't know. But anyway, I would go. Yeah, it's a magazine. It's a magazine. What does I'm, it look I'm like? Googling it. Uh, they, okay. What see. kind? Filthy. That's what I'm trying to find. Filthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only in the adult section. Uh, yeah, it's it does look like it's, it, it appears to be some sort of cooking thing. Okay. okay. Well, I would go and... I would just sidle up to those magazines and then grab like Tiger Beat, Bop, The Big Bopper, all of them. And I, I I mean, it was like probably like a guy grabbing a bunch of porn magazines who knows what he's going to do when he gets home. I was like, I can't wait to go home and just pour through these. It was very exciting. Yeah. I wouldn't even leave the store. I just plop myself down in the middle of Barnes and Noble and be like, well, here we go. This is my evening. Who were you into? Who was it? Jonathan Taylor Thomas was big, and it helped that he was part of Lion King. That was like, and he can sing. <laughs> oh, this guy's a dream. And he's a lion. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I loved Fred Savage. Oh, oh wow! My goodness. Oh. My goodness. Yeah, hey, 
Um, yeah, and it wasn't, uh, I think we've talked about this. Like I just was a little bit deve- developmentally slow to like have crushes, mm-hmm. but I had an appreciation for the talent. Um, <laughs> so I felt that they were, you know, uh, good, good kids who worked hard. Uh, and I wanted to be friends with them. Who were yours? Oh, gosh. I was into a guy named Andre Gower. He was okay. in, Mo- I'm a little older than you. Um, he much. was in Monster Squad, and I believe he oh, yeah. also was on Married with Children. Okay. Um, and he is like accessible at this point. I think I follow him on Instagram. But obviously, my th- sure. that's, you know, I don't still have feelings for him. I liked Stephen Dorff. Um, who else did I like? Yeah, it's hard to remember. I, I was... know I felt so. I felt competitive with Alyssa Milano because she was friends with like the Corys <laughs> and with everyone. I was like, look at the life she's leading. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. My favorite show was Life Goes On. I think is that was that the name yes. of it? With oh Teddy wow, Cone yeah. And, um, uh, Kelly Martin, uh-huh. Becca. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, Patty Lapone. Right. Remember when she did sitcoms? We love it. We love to see it. Um, but yeah, that's the poster I remember most in my, my bedroom is Life Goes On, man. Great day. Yes. I was a featured extra on Life Goes On. <gasps> what? what? <laughs> oh, so right. you're going to have to sign one of those headshots for me. Yeah. I'm going to need. Whereas uh, the other extras made yeah. however much money they made. I made like $20 more and I was slightly featured. And this is so Ooh. not. This is so not me. So it was, we were at, it was at, what's her name? Becca? Uh Uh-huh. At Becca's high school. And was she on swim team or something? I just know that Mm -hmm. I was featured. I was on the swim team. And what what made me featured was I had to dive into the pool. And I I was fine with this. Like me in a bathing suit on TV for a a split second. Um, But I did that. And so I got to be around her and around Corky and around um, her friend who had the really curly hair, Andrea. Right. See, or are we confusing that with nine or two or no? It might have been. No, either. not Andrea. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, though. Um, what, but what was the expect? Were they nice? Was they were it nice? A- yeah, it was all nice. They it. were nice. But then Great. I was, I think there was another episode a cl- it was a classroom scene and I just know that like one person was like, okay, when we say this, then you guys, you know, walk this way in front of this thing. Right. And it was just students filing into the classroom. And then another person was like, okay, you need to walk behind this. I was being given two different instructions. Yeah. And um, I, I, which this just, and I was, I was like 13. Right. This just shows that my sleep problems go way back. Daniel, don't use that as ammunition for why your snoring is not why I can't sleep. She tries to blame me. But I'm sure I, somehow I was, I was to blame for that too. I, um, like fell asleep sitting in a chair next to my mom, um, on a, we had some break or something. So I was just, I don't know why I was so tired, but I was, I think I had to get up early or something. I couldn't sleep, whatever. Um, and so anyway, they kept being like, okay, you know, background rolling, whatever. Right. Like cut, you need to go this cut, cut. And it was all about me. Uh Oh, and I just remember because I had like just woken up being like, (laughs) 
but he told me this, <laughs> which by the, is a way to get kicked off a set when you're sure. really like the lowest person on the totem pole. Um, and I, but it, it was okay. It was just very okay. frustrating. Yeah. Um, but that cooks. wasn't. Did, yes. did it take you out of your character when, when that was going on? <laughs> that is yeah. the main question. <laughs> it did. When you were trying to concentrate. <laughs> Would you go home and still be in character? Mm-hmm. Like, would you walk the wrong way at home and stuff? And <laughs> <laughs> I was blameless. They of needed course. to get on the same page. Sounds about right. Also, you were 13, right? They got to be crystal kid. clear with those instructions. But it really was. I know. I know it sounds like I'm saying it was them, but really it was me. But it really was like two people at the end of the room with different ideas of how the scene was going to go. And right. it just happened to fall on me. I love it. Did you still like the show afterwards or did it? I, they, it did, you knew it that actually, they were directionless and so you didn't respect it anymore. That is such a good question, Renee. <laughs> That is such a good question because I had there have been run-ins with other people where I'm like, well, now I can't like your show anymore. No, I still liked the show. Good. I did. Okay. Was Chad Lowe on that show? He was, right? He was a late addition. Was at our right? house. Didn't he come in later? Hold on. I think he was on it. Yeah, I think so too. And I, he was someone I liked as well. Right. Because he was Rob's younger brother, right? Yeah. I didn't even have to type all of it and it came up as a thing that is... It's already in there. The yeah. Life goes on. Yeah. Wait, Tony, while you're on Google, there's another show called Our House, and there was a hot guy on that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it was Shannon Doherty. Are you thinking of Wilford Brimley? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the one. But there's some, I think his name was Chad, too. And that's what I just conflated it with. Oh, Chad Allen. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, when he yeah, cute. Chad Allen. Everyone loved Chad Allen. <laughs> what happened to Chad I Allen? I did my own sound drop. I don't Tony. know. We're going to need you to I'm find on, out what happened to Chad Allen. Chad Allen. He could He's probably still alive. be a guest. I'll give you that. Okay. He was okay. also, he was later on My Two Dads. Okay. He was also on uh, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Mm. And he announced his retirement from acting in April 2015. Okay. I'm very impressed with your research skills. And how's Wilford Brindley? How's he holding up? Doing okay? I, didn't I don't he think he's died recently. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was shocked that, yeah, he died in August 1st of last year. Isn't that wild? Yeah, yeah he, he almost he was old for a long he, time. He was old when I was born. I know. <laughs> and, all right, Kate, let's let's play a game here. Yeah. How old do you guys think he was when he died? Ooh. Um, okay, I'm going to guess. Okay, we're going to need some sound effects. Okay. I'm going to guess 95. Allison goes 95. Say ni- yeah, I was going to say 93. Daniel goes 93. Renee goes 98. And he goes ninety eight. I believe. I believe he was eighty five. Whoa! Wait. He nailed it. Eight Whoa! Times. Wow! How did you do that? You did you also just Google he's it? A, he's a real Brimley head. <laughs> but he. So when in the movie Cocoon in nineteen eighty five, he was an old man, and he was what? Maybe, maybe fifty. Right. It's insane. Yeah. I guess that is I, some good. He was always there. old. Oh my yeah. God. Because I, I remember there much. being a thing going around like a year or two ago when I think it was Paul Rudd had turned 50 or a That's certain right. age that Paul, he passed he was the like, Paul Rudd is now the same age that Wilford Brimley was in Cagoon. That is nuts. Insane. That's insane. <laughs> Let's say oh, you wanted to send someone a picture of Wilford Brimley and you wanted it to be displayed on a beautiful <laughs> digital frame. And you wanted to give 
like your mom, let's say you want to send her a picture of Wilfred Brimley and you want her to display it on a beautiful frame. I know just the frame for her. It is called skylight frame. Um, now I suspect the majority <laughs> of people who receive a skylight frame, who give a skylight frame, aren't using it exclusively. They're not Wilfred Brimley heads. They're not using it exclusively it's for that. Probably- only for Brim- Brim- Brimley. <laughs> Brimley, <laughs> right? Forward it's not Brimley, but like Daniel and I, we didn't even think to load ours with Wilfred Brimley. Daniel, before they were even a sponsor, Daniel approached me because I'm intimidating, and he he got the courage to approach me, and he said, "Honey, I know what we should give the grandmas for whatever holiday it was. Was it Christmas that year? Mother's Day? I think it was Mother's Day. Yeah, I know what we should give the moms." And I said. Oh, this is going to be good. And he said, <laughs> skylight frames. And I looked him up and I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. They love them. Every time I see my parents, they have new. Pi- and by the way, the whole thing is like you can email pictures and they show up instantly. Hmm. However, we don't do that anymore. My mom just does it. And my and if and also when we go there, Elliot like scrolls through it. And stuff. So if my mom and Elliot, who's four, can operate this, it is not hard to use. It is it it like sets up very quickly, and it looks so good. It's just really such a solid gift, one hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. Now, as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code Allison. That's skylightframe, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com and enter code Allison. Um, I also want to talk about feels. CBD isn't what you feel, it's what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain, etc. And feels is a better way to feel better. Feels, that's F-E-A-L-S, is a premium CBD that will help to keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I needed this when back in the story that I just told, uh, there's no hangover or addiction. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. In fact, feels offers a free CBD hotline. I love this to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. And truly, you do not feel like you don't feel altered. You just feel calmer. Um, start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash best friend and you get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash best friend to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash best friend. Well, That's a good deal. I <laughs> was going to tell a story that involved Daniel, but then all of a sudden I looked and he was MIA. Daniel, where <laughs> forever did you go? Uh, Wendy needed to go potty, and now I've got a letter into the living room. Hang on. Okay. No. I'll start How's the story. Wendy doing? Oh, sorry. Yes, start the no, story. No, she's good. Update I'm, on Wendy. She's good. In fact, she made an appearance 
because uh, she's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and Ryan Sickler is looking for one. They're very, Aww. everyone got dogs in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, you had to. It's a requirement. Eric, <laughs> you're behind. Do you not have a dog or do you not have a pet, Eric? I don't, no. What are you doing? I mean, I'm don't, just, don't, yeah. I'm, it's are you like small- opening doors? <laughs> <laughs> It's a small house. This is not. This is not the place for a dog. You know, down the line. Yes, there. It's, it's basically as soon as this lifts and I can safely move, I will. And then maybe I'll have a yard, and maybe I can have a dog. Is your whole house the vocal booth that you're in right now? Yeah, it's a very. It's about four by four. Is my house, and it's you know it's a fixer upper. Um, but um, yeah, it's convenient. It's it's centrally located. No, it's small. It's a small house. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I didn't mean to pet shame you. I was just, but anyway, so Ryan has been wanting to get this kind of dog. So he has to right. be here. So Wendy makes an appearance on cool. uh, the Ryan Sickler episode. So check that I out. I can't wait. I will. But anyway, um, you asked how Wendy is. She's good. Yes. Okay, good. Happy she to hear it. She is, she, you know, she was a real chunky monkey like two years ago. And Laura London, dog trainer who has been a guest on the show a couple of times, just... Right. In such a just a strong way, shamed me, but it really got through to me. Okay, because before that, I felt like, but dogs She's don't dog. live Let that long. Happy. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't live that long. So I don't want you know one tenth of her life or whatever to be uh, filled with discomfort. Right. So we were really overfeeding her. I mean, she had dinner with Dan. She first of all, she ate her kibble. But to get her to eat her kibble, we had to like put chicken and cheese and stuff on it. <laughs> and then she still would barely eat it. And she mostly just ate Daniel's dinner with him. Daniel, isn't that insane how we used to live? Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Uh, but they're so cute when they beg. It's hard <laughs> to break that habit. I get yeah. it. So yeah. at Laura's prompting, we started giving her a half cup of kibble in the morning, a third of a cup in the evening. And anyway, she's like at her goal weight now. Look at this one. I Do mean, we have some before and after shots? Is I it, really has she gotten sponsors? She influencing? She <laughs> I know. You got to utilize that market. She it. really yeah. should. Yeah, I know. No, I don't really have before and after. I mean, yeah, we. I haven't. I haven't done a side by side. But you <laughs> know, okay. you can really feel the difference when you pick her up, and yeah. and you don't think like, oh my god, anymore. <laughs> so anyway, Wendy's good, but Daniel okay. and I now at full immunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, went out and had a meal at an, an outdoor meal at a restaurant for the first time. And I don't, so I'm going to be on, I'm recording Doughboys tomorrow. And Fine. so it was in preparation for Doughboys. So I don't know. Should I say what? You can now. If yeah, it's coming out if before it's, this airs. It'll, well, it's yeah, coming out. come out on Thursday. Yeah. So, so it's the same day. day. I think that's still okay. I think you can say I it. I think it's okay. We went to Olive yeah. Garden. And it is very amusing to me that our first meal out in over a year was Olive Garden. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Um, Did it still feel like family? I don't even know that it ever felt like family. But I would say even... even, Yeah, (laughs) they really should. Is that their slogan? Yeah, when you hear your family, Mm -hmm. Daniel. When you hear your family. Oh, yeah, that's why they had signs on the couches indoors that they didn't want you to sit on that say, uh, um, oh, my God, sorry. I just got a notice from my computer that says your disk oh. is almost full, and it, oh, no. it rattled me. Um, social distancing is temporary. Family is forever, mm-hmm. which is kind of foreboding. It's kind of ominous. 
Um, it, it was a lot like family in that the food tasted like lean cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like our family. Yeah, that is a place I have never... Because there are some people that l- legitimately love Olive Garden, and I've never understood it. There was I, someone if celebrating. You like, it, like it, sure, but mm. I don't get it. There yeah. was someone at a table near us celebrating a birthday. Yeah, and that was I don't impressive. their birthday. Yeah, but they were, were the singing to him and getting that picture. Were they still bottomless? Yes, I okay. I feel like they've changed though because I remember thinking the breadsticks were pretty good and I found them to be a little there were some texture issues it was a little bit they tasted a little bit stale to the me breadsticks were fine they were fine okay. but they weren't as you good know. as I remember them and I don't know if that's a memory thing or a breadstick thing I uh, had only been to an thing. Olive Garden one time in my life and this was back in like high school which uh, was a long time ago and so I didn't have any idea what to expect and it was not a great experience i have to say <laughs> no. uh the food it was almost like air, airline food like it was like decent airline food airplane i don't food mean to, and, and look if you're it? out there and you love olive garden like <laughs> hey that's fine love it uh but what i got uh yeah and let's hear it what'd you get what'd you do I, to yourself i got the chicken madera oh, marsala marsala <laughs> and mm. It was just like the chicken had that like rubbery, you know, like uh, micro for like throat when you get a right. frozen yeah. chi- meal yeah, with yeah. chicken. It's like almost like processed chicken. Mm-hmm. It's not like real chicken. Yeah. There's something um, rubbery about it. That's not how the chicken was. To defend the restaurant industry. But I bet they're all having a really hard time with how much do we order? How much do we freeze? How much do we yeah. eat based off who's coming in? But I, I don't yeah, know that's that a it had you just gone before the pandemic. Oh, man. You I mean, I think with these chain chain restaurants, life. though, like the food comes frozen. So like I read, yeah. So nothing at Olive Garden is prepared fe- fresh except their soup. And I had the soup, and it was that was that. I have no complaints. One mm. one of the soups. They have four I flavors. Know a guy, of- you could send some to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but listen to Doughboys for more of the details, okay. Daniel. I have a question. What? So earlier, um, Eric said. Oh wait, no. I have I have a question before that question, Daniel. I'm gonna ask you a question in a minute. First, I have to ask Eric a question. You yeah. said that you were like, I'm gonna go out because I know we're gonna be locking down for 12 to 18 months. Did you really realize that's what we were looking at? Because I was one of those people who, what in you know April or March when I found out that something was there was a school that was shutting down till June. I was like, wow. I had no idea it was gonna be this long. Oh yeah. No, I did. Well, so I went. Excuse me. The timeline was such. At the beginning of March of 2020, I went to New York um, for the Audi Awards. And um, and I remember the, the, the night before I was going to leave, I was like, should I go? Do I need to wear a mask? You know, what if they quarantine when I'm there? Um, uh, you know, how do I get back? And, you know, had some exit strategies. But, you know, what tipped it for me was that I saw Stephen King was going and he was going to be the honored guest. And I was like, well, he wrote The Stand. He knows what's going on. Ooh. So if he can go. <laughs> you have some insight. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel safe going if he's going to go. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it wasn't until I got back and then I was reading about things. And, and I think there was actually like a document that said like U.S. military prepares for 12 to 18 months, something from the Pentagon that came out. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's probably true. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I knew that it was, it was wow. going to take a while. But, wow. you know. But I still had no idea that life could change so entirely so so quickly. 
Um, and it was hubris. It was pure hubris to think I can go out and be like, nah, I'll be fine. But uh, but we just didn't know. We didn't know. Right. All right. Um, is the stand about a pandemic? Yes, I should have mentioned. The stand is is very specifically about a pandemic, much like the one that we're living through, which is why I felt like safe. Daniel, you enjoy horror. Have you read The Stand? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I do not enjoy horror. Why did you think that? What? <clears throat> I don't enjoy horror. <laughs> you enjoy Stephen King. <laughs> I do. I've I've enjoyed. You listen. You you listen to Doctor Sleep. Yeah. What did Olive Garden do to you, Daniel? Oh my god. (laughs) Who is this person that I'm supposedly married to? After the food, you just filled with ennui. That was an exception because I was curious about the sequel to The Shining. I gotcha. Oh, so so you just love The Shining. uh, That one. I would bet you also like on writing. His he's got a good writing book. Oh yeah, on writing. That's right. That that's actually one of the better uh, books about writing. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Stephen King, um, but he's some good movies have been made out of his stuff, and uh, you know I like his approach to writing. Although I find some of his storytelling to be a bit like meandering, you know, because it's a bit stream of consciousness. He doesn't really plan his stories out, so it's it, sometimes it feels like what, where are we going with this? Speaking of writers that I associate with Stephen King. Um, <laughs> Where my parents live, like way in the distance, you can see a house that Dean Koontz, we thought he owned it, but we found out recently that he no longer owns it. Dink. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Daniel, what do you call, because what Daniel calls him amuses me so much and it's so stupid. No offense. Dink Dink Newts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Daniel refers to him as Dink. (laughs) Dink Newts sold his house and it was, uh, yeah, it was a pretty big house. Sold for a lot of money. Okay. Yeah. Dink's um, house. Dink's Hope house. The yeah. Next person there has a kooky name that you can have fun I've with. never, I yeah. Know. Oh, yeah. I never read any of his books. I don't have any thoughts about Dink. Yeah. Does anyone here like, like the guy? I can't Seems say I've read any. Like an odd dude to me. I feel like he wrote the book. Watchers, which was made into a movie with Corey Haim, and that's my only knowledge. Now you're talking about something that I should know, but I don't. (laughs) Um, Dean Koontz's house, I bet they had a beautiful, majestic lawn, and here's the thing. I know. The last thing anyone needs is another complicated or toxic lawn product. Sunday is more than a lawn care product. It's a custom lawn care plan with a variety of ways to help you grow a beautiful lawn, control weeds, and remove pests. They take out all the guesswork and unwanted chemicals so you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people, pets, and the planet. So I love you just you type in your address. They pull up like a rough picture of where you live and uh, what they think your soil is like. And then when you get your first shipment, there's like a soil there. Anyway, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I don't own a shovel. I grabbed the tablespoon, put in a sample of soil, sent it to them. They sent me exactly what our lawn needs. I'm not a particularly handy person. However, I, you just take the pouch, you hook it onto your hose. I was able to do it. Spray it on the yard. Our lawn has never looked better, and I was able to do it myself, and I can't do anything myself. <laughs> Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener. Daniel. Is it? Would yeah. you say it's true that I can't do anything myself? 
Yes. <laughs> Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash Allison to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom lawn plan at GetSunday.com slash Allison. Again, that is GetSunday.com slash Allison. Okay, Daniel. Yes. So Eric said that at the beginning of the pandemic, he was like, now... I, I, that this book I've been thinking I should write, I'm just, I should just do it now. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel rage? <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't make me feel rage at Eric. No, I know. I'm Not happy Eric. for Eric, but it makes me feel rage at God <laughs> <laughs> for m- making my life <laughs> so full of other things I have to do other than. Uh, anything I want to do. No, it's, I'm exaggerating a little. But yeah, it's it's been a challenge this year to have even a minute a day to do anything other than work and childcare. It's have been... you even had time to figure out what your quarantine projects would be? <laughs> if you could. My quarantine projects are like things that I can slip into the cracks of Fair. my day. Yeah, And so, um, I mean... It's not entirely like one of the things I've 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 realized I can do. So I can't write because writing just takes too much concentration. I can't I, I can't plan five minutes a day to write or five minutes every two hours. You know right. what I mean? It's just too. There's just not enough. But I can uh, draw yeah. or I can do those like those kinds of that kind of art. And so for me, I've just decided. Well, one thing I can do is try to get better. Uh, as an illustrator because I really had never gotten any training and I was sort of, you know, I was okay, but not really what I would consider to be that good. And so I think I've gotten better at that and that's been good. So it's not entirely. Like I complain a lot. Sure. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. I don't well, trust anybody mo- who's like, it was great. Most of my complaining is is the objective is to make my wife feel guilty. (laughs) Well, you are nailing it. Oh my God. Really cross that off your to-do list. Yeah. So like, but if I'm being real with all of you folks, like I do get, I do get enough time to do that. That's been good. And hopefully that'll pay dividends after the quarantine. Do you have any in reach? And our kids have gone to college. That you can show us. Do you have any that you can show? Um, I've posted some stuff on Instagram recently. So if you want to check that out, uh, and then I'm also, and this has been one of those things where it's, I mean, I've probably been working since the summer is I'm making, um, a, a custom, uh, action figure of, uh, <laughs> this is the stupidest thing. I, I don't know if I have my eyebrows I went love straight already. to the ceiling. <laughs> I am invested. This sounds mm-hmm. great. Is it of you, Allison? <laughs> oh, I wish. No, it, <laughs> he actually well, made- I don't have it. He, you know, oh, you don't have it. Hold on. Well, hold on. Go get it. He made um, a Christmas ornament with my face on it. Oh, um, a couple years ago, and that went out to around the holidays. That went out to patrons at the fan club level, um, way back when. But so he has sculpted me before. But this, oh. if this is what I think it is, if this is very, this is ridiculous. That I can see him hard. trying to find it. I, Allison, I did don't, you have I recently a, I reorganized my desk. Project? Sorry, I was trying to skip um, time. Well, um, what it will be is I, fi- I, I, I took an old, uh, an action figure for uh, who was the, um, who was the character and the the 
Last Jedi, the Korean gal. Was Rose. her name? Rose Tico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because uh, she was the right height. And uh, I like basically remolded it so that it's George Lucas. But <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm doing a George Lucas uh, when he went to the food court. You know that picture of him at the food court, <laughs> sadly <laughs> eating Panda Express. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So I've right got. Now. I had to figure out how to like mold it and cast it with articulated. Li- that was really hard, by the way, figuring out how to like cast artic- the articulation yeah. with the joints and everything. And so now I've got it so that I can cast it, and then I'm gonna paint it and create a blister pack with that sad picture in the, in the back. I don't, I don't know why I'm doing any of this. It's the most insane thing. That's fantastic. But uh, I, this can so easily translate into a limited run. Like you could, you yeah. could do pretty well with a with a yeah. with a product like this. I think it amused me enough to to engage in it. Um, so yeah, it's fun. I, I I like the idea of George Lucas's life now the like for the rest of his life he has to have action figures made of the saddest most mundane moments of his <laughs> life <the> <laughs> so like can't, pictures of him like following his wife while he's shopping you know <laughs> standing standing in nordstrom's while she's trying on dresses you know but like an action figure for hey, kids you're gonna be a millionaire that's <laughs> so you, good you made the the panda express food already right have you done that part? Or no, you made I, the diet. Coke give me a can. second. It's around here. Hold yeah, on. okay. I gotta find it. That's so. That's such a good idea. An icon. <laughs> it is worse. <laughs> such a thing I'd buy. Not even worse. Just most mundane. Sure, it's the most yeah. mundane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying to so, think. Renee, you yes, asked yes. me what my, would be your passion um, project if you could. I don't know that I have like one. Wait, did you find okay. it, Daniel? I found a bag of of scraps here, so I can show you the okay. pieces. Okay. Okay. Like now, keep in mind these are like trials because I it was really hard to figure out again how to do the articulation. But here's the um. Here's oh my god! This arms. is incredible. Wow! <laughs> wow. Then, I'm take so there, the there he is. Uh, he's got a little something in his pocket right here. <laughs> um, and here, let's see. Uh, I've got. Man, I wasn't prepared to show and tell. Oh yeah, here's the Panda Express. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little orange chicken. That's amazing. With some chow mein. Uh, I got a list here. There's a. His hand will be holding a, a Diet Coke can. Look at that, oh, wow. Daniel. That's that. nuts. It's just so like I mean, listeners. Obviously, you're all on Patreon. You're gonna get to watch it, but it's it's so tiny. It's like not even the the nail of your pinky finger. It's so small. Yeah. And if you're not a subscriber, you know, I can think of no more compelling reason. Yeah, thank you. You gotta get in <laughs> and see that orange you. chicken. Yeah. So that's um. It's not exactly Daniel, I'm King Lear. So impressed. Yeah, and you say you've not had time to do anything. That's like more than I've <laughs> well, done, and I do have time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but keep in mind, this is the kind of thing I can, like, five minutes, I can sand something for five minutes and then go, you know what I mean? Still, it's not like I can sit down. It's impressive. Um, well, thanks. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of pandemic, some assholes were circulating this thing about how Shakespeare wrote King Lear in a fucking pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to find that person who started that. <laughs> and I want to I drown them in a fucking pickle barrel. Yeah, but Shakespeare didn't have kids. It's like fuck off because that's been looming over my head this whole time. Like, oh Jesus! All right, Melier. 
I could yeah. have written the title King Lear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, you know, I don't want to complain because the good side of it is honestly now uh, so much time with the boys that I wouldn't have had. Yeah. And I feel already like our relationship is so much better than I think it would have been. Right, you know, that's great. Like, Your relationship um, with the boys? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm around. So there's just time. a feeling yeah. of... Yeah, there's just a, a closeness that, um, so I don't, I don't. It seems to be pretty consistent. You either made something during the pandemic or you got a hug within the last year. And those were your choices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think. That's the other thing. That's the other thing, Renee. I don't, I don't, I complained to my wife again because there's an objective there. There's something to be gained. But um, when I complain publicly, I feel bad because I understand that everybody's pandemic experience is difficult sure. in a different way. Mine's particularly, di- maybe more difficult than others. <laughs> Certainly. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Daniel, while you were looking around, I was asking Allison what her passion project oh, would be. Oh, my passion project. Oh, I know what it is. Oh. What is it? Uh, Napping. but it's right in my wheelhouse i mean i do love a nap no um you know it's like buying 13 heat pads and then sending back 12 (laughs) and then buying another one because oh i realized i had bought the wrong type of thing nobody does more research (laughs) and more just thinking about uh, the most mundane purchase than alice and i was like this has to be used like we need some sort of a like a consumer reports type of blog where it's not going to be everything guys. It's going to be certain things. It's going to be like a dishwasher <laughs> and a, a, you know, a, a heat pad, you know, but if you're looking for that, you will, you will get the best version right. of that. Okay. I'm It'll so- be like Allison's list. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, part of where you could find that, thank you for that segue, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. That's my cure. I've been curating Amazon lists. Um, so you can like shop my podcast equipment. My, I haven't updated it with heat pads yet. I should. I just, I'm used, there's two that I'm, I'm honing in on. I haven't decided which one I like better. Yeah, don't um, rush this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, it's not like King Lear, like a rush job. This is something that I'm gonna labor over. Uh, but my pot, you know, makeup, Daniel's section of it, uh, stuff for the kids, all sorts of good stuff there. But I think it's not a passion project, Renee. It's just okay. a project. I would have liked to get the house way more in order than we have. Mm. Yeah. That has been my plan for a while, just to organize, and it just hasn't. It keeps not happening. Yeah, because that's not fun. That's right. Sucks. Yeah. Uh oh. Somehow Uh-oh. I opened up Siri. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Well, ask her a question while you got her. <laughs> I closed her. It's because I keep getting this pad? notice saying my disc is almost full, and it is concerning me that the video is not going to be fully recorded. Well, but speaking of Patreon, um, I want to say hello and welcome to my new patrons. And I think, we, you, you guys, Tony put together a little something that you're about to hear. I'm very excited. Aww. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Ooh, that's I good. I love it. That's wow. so good. <laughs> yeah. I love it Thanks. so much. Okay. 
Hello and welcome, Laura H. and Kelly V. And then Amanda, Danielle F., Alexis C. Did I not write down? Um, I think it's Amanda A. Um, they have increased their subscription amounts. And then Phyllis H., Michelle H., no, Phyllis H., Michelle S., Jeremy D., and Yvonne P. have converted from monthly to uh annual subscriptions. Yeah. What is an annual subscription, you might ask? Yes, I offer annual subscriptions. Instead of month to month, you can uh, sign up for a year and there's a savings with that. You get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. Again, deal. all sorts of fun stuff on my Patreon. Join us. I am love. I, I was thinking, I was reminded how much I like Patreon when I started Patreon. doing the texting, the you can text me, I text you with, you know, with some of them. And I, w- I was thinking it's like, this is why I was surprised at how much I liked Patreon at the beginning. There's just something very fun about it. Um, and, and this, I was like reminded of the fun. Um, so I love it. I hope that you guys love it too, but I, I think you do. So come join us. It's super fun. Um, what else was I going to say? I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Something else, something good. Something what was good. it? Orange chicken mm. organization. Should we go back to those bitches at Facebook? Mm. Should we end with a rant? <laughs> Bookend it? No. What was it? Hmm. <laughs> Let's do some just me or everyone. Yeah. That's what it is. No, that's not what it was. No. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, shut it down. <laughs> Could you play? So, for I don't know if there's anyone who is has only heard the Thursday shows and has not listened to the Monday shows with Daniel. But if there is, Daniel occasionally does a segment called Daniel's Cool Beans, where he reviews beans. It's very funny, <laughs> and Tony wrote a jingle for that. And it is so good that I just want to, he- I would just want you guys to hear it. So let's hear it. Black beans, kidney beans, pencil beans, and lima beans, red beans, mung beans, navy beans, and fava beans. Will he be nice or will he be mean? It's time for Daniel's cool beans. Tony, it is so good. So catchy. <laughs> it's so like good. too good because. If it wasn't that good, I wouldn't have to keep doing the segment. <laughs> but Allison wants to hear the song, so now I have to keep doing it. So thank you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I you know, I'm not angry with you anymore. Anymore. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's sing around the house good. So good. Um now, what about Trap Dog? You might be saying Trap Dog, who has done all my other jingles, he retired from the jingle game. Now, I don't know if this is a pandemic burnout thing. He's a regular Chad Allen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Out of the business. Anyway, the callbacks this show. Um, he made an album last year, and he said that he thought this is like he was going to go out on this album. But I feel like a true musician. He might be saying that. It's like Chrissy Teigen with Twitter. He's saying that, but he's going to come back. Yeah, but we'll like, see. And Kiss yeah. has done like 72 farewell tours. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that Ozzy, Black Sabbath had also done that a lot. 
Yeah. Although maybe they really did farewell. Anyway. Okay. You never know. They, they seem tired. Back. And they could get back into jingles as well. Black Sabbath. So it could happen <laughs> That's too. That's right. Okay. Um, just me or everyone for real this time. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, this one comes from Tony Thaxton. Hmm? There are about 700 movies I'd like to watch, but I need to not watch them alone. And I'm not a talk-through movies person, but for some reason I need another person around to focus. Anyone have this issue? I do. Mm. <laughs> also, Okay, so it's not just you. Oh, wait. Uh, maybe. <laughs> also, I, uh, we did this before, I believe. We did? Yeah. Oh. Well, but good so. to circle it back just in case. I Tony, I agree with you. I feel the feel the same. I also um I don't think we did this one. I think so. You sure? I think so. Okay, well, so be it. It's it, this one bears repeating. <laughs> yeah, Which, I agree. You need an do? accountability buddy just like working out to get through stuff. You don't yeah, want to just like helps me focus for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I um I keep waiting for somebody to force me to watch Mandalorian. I'm sure it's coming. Mm. Here it's great. But yeah, I'm not going to do good. it on my own. Mandalorian is very much not the kind of thing I would, except I like cute things, but yeah. in general, it's not a thing I would watch. And I really enjoyed the first season. And then I just couldn't, couldn't make myself watch the second season. Maybe yeah. I should oh, have, man. you know, in the, uh, oh, Renee, you're not going to have friends at the end of this pandemic is I liked WandaVision until it got marvelly. Didn't like the last two Me episodes. Too. Yeah, I'm I, yeah I was actually, I started <laughs> losing interest as yeah. superhero yeah. stuff was there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, well, never mind. I found my people. (laughs) No, that's exactly my criticism of it. It was so interesting or sort of interesting. And then it's just people fighting. Why does everything have to end up with people fighting? I don't know. I I guess as a meta commentary on, you know, the history of television, maybe it's maybe it's incredibly Mm, impressive. I see. Like we've come to this. But then they it felt like they abandoned that at a certain point. Like they, they did, like, in the wouldn't story. it have been interesting? If although I heard that they in early drafts they had tried to keep the c- conceit going, like where each episode is a different style of TV show, but they just it wasn't working. So they, I think they, that's why they shifted until to this like thing where it's no longer you're inside a show. Hmm. Um, but hey, that ain't my problem. You guys are the ones that came up with the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Eric, I think I misunderstood you. Did you mean it like the fighting was just like all the streaming services we have to buy That's now? Right. Yeah, it could be a metaphor for that. that. <laughs> okay. It could be just the I superheroes are everywhere now in 2020. <laughs> okay. you know. right. 2021, yeah. Uh, great. Well, I'm glad we're all clear that WandaVision was good up until the end. Uh, Jen T says when running or walking around my neighborhood if I pass in the vicinity of a climbing squirrel I worry that it might jump or fall on me specifically my head or face just me or everyone I've never worried about this it feels like something I should worry about does she look like a tree (laughs) (laughs) or a nut (laughs) or a giant acorn yeah I can't say I've had that concern I can't do that I can meet you with phantom fear of if I'm outside and I see a squirrel and I don't have the dog then I'll still have the same like okay get ready here we go 60 pounds of turbo coming at him (laughs) the dog's not here it's fine jaguars sure squirrels for me it's a no I'm good I'm okay (laughs) I'm sure she's not the only one though Um, Brian Pruitt wait side note did you guys know how loud squirrels are 
I never really like if someone had said a squirrel makes noise. In fact, I think that I was on a Jordan Jesse go and Jesse was talking about a squirrel making noise. And I, I like couldn't imagine what that was. Like, what However, kind of noise? I now I can't. I can't. Yeah, I've heard them. I can't. It's like a clicking. Is it a chitter? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Who just did that? Was that me, Renee? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it's also. But there's sounds too. There's like almost like a squawking, I think. Yeah. 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 I think so. A chirping. Yeah. Brian Pruitt says, My dog's superpower is pooping in the yard of whichever neighbor is outside at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Everyone. It is weird how it's just acceptable that dogs just poop everywhere. And whenever in grass, like and any grass is fair game. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see someone just lay down in the grass, I think, oh, you must not have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> because I used to, f- I used to not regard, I, now I regard all grass to me it probably is covered in poop in my mind. Yeah. Even because even if it's been picked up, there's a little bit left behind or yeah, pee remnants. Yeah. Certainly yeah. in those certainly in those like mediums, those right. that that between the sidewalk and the street. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even step in that even if there's no poop. I <laughs> always avoid that. Yeah. Would you Just say that is the sidewalk streets upper lip? In that it's a taint? It's a sidewalk taint. Yeah. 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 That's what I would call it. Okay. <laughs> um, Bruise by Dawn says, just me or everyone, everything tastes better on a Friday evening. Hmm. Hmm. I don't have that. <laughs> All days are kind of the same for me. What's, yeah. What's a Friday evening? Yeah. yeah I'm going to everyone that. I agree. Because I think you just have time to be like, oh, I'm eating now instead of just... Yeah. Scarfing it down to go. Friday to evening is the evening that Daniel is most inclined to do Postmates. Yeah. A Friday evening is probably the night where I'll go like, yeah, let's do something that's different. Yeah. It's actually like the weekends are in, in normal times when I actually don't like, go- I kind of like going out less during those nights uh, just because everywhere's so busy. And yeah, I prefer to go out during the week if I can. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And then uh, here's one that we may have done. It's from me. But I don't think we did. When I recall certain faux pas, I feel so icky. I imagine curling into a tight little ball and tucking my ankles behind my neck. Did we do this one? <laughs> it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. It's specifically. But it sounds familiar to me. Like it's something that I, I feel sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It's specifically the like, I need to go wrap myself up into a ball so much that my ankles are behind my neck, which is something that I would never actually be able to do. But that is like, it's like that gif of the, um, what is it? Is it a hedgehog that like just goes just boom, like burrowing. falls into a ball yeah. or, or yeah. the end of poltergeist where the house just goes, and it goes bing. right. <laughs> That's what, yeah. I haven't seen that, but you have I feel that way. Horror. I feel that way anytime I think of any social encounter I've ever had. Same. <laughs> I'm always just like, ah, oh, the thought I, 
I keep having is like, I don't know how to be human. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Completely. I feel like I've got about a three-year shelf life for my personality. Like right now, this feels great. But when I listen back to it in three years, I'm going to be like, sweet God. Jesus. Uh, and, it, and it sort of like permeates through everything that I do. I'm just like, well, enjoy it now because you're going to be real embarrassed about it in about three years. That's a, that's a good call. I think yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. I have, excuse me. I have like a real... Um, what's the word? I don't want to go back and like read old emails from mm-hmm. it's oh, similar yeah. to what you're can't. saying. Like, you know, sh- f- from last year, fine, but be, right. but there's a certain time zone at which I'm like, I think I would feel very icky reading that, even though yeah. I'm sure I would read it and it would be fine. Well, that's the difference between us. Well, no, I did a lot of like, Hey, booby bear, be booby bap. <laughs> it's mortifying do not go back into your yahoo account whatever you do i don't recommend it wait you call is that one person or that's what you called people i don't know everyone just yeah i've for and again i'm gonna be mortified about what i'm doing now but i I definitely went through a phase of just like let me see how folksy i can make this and it is unmanageable and unbearable it's awful it's awful what else what other kind of folksyisms did you say i'm trying to remember what did i like just no word was written the way it was supposed to be written like everything had an apostrophe every i just was like you'll read it like a talk right uh and it just (laughs) (laughs) was so embarrassing more i'll have to go through and see i i think i have blocked a good amount of it out um but it's oh my god renee i would i know Another fun thing to do if you want to just cringe and and lock your teeth and hunch your shoulders in horror is to go back to the beginning of your Facebook feed when they would say, like, is, and, like, you would would answer, like, you know, how are you feeling right now or what's on your mind or whatever. And just the things that you would put in your status updates, um, maybe you're different. But I know for me, going back and looking at them, I'm like, oh, God, this is – this is so dumb. This is so dumb. What did did I do? Why did I do this? Why did anybody do this? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you could extend that to now, but here we are. Sure. Yeah. No, now we're like hip and with Obviously, it. Obviously. Yeah. Right. That's it, clearly. Renee. <laughs> yes. We used to do a segment on my show where we would read from our old diaries. Mm. Um, if you ever were to dig up something like this and wanted to read it on the show. Happily. Yeah. I would be love that. But yeah, I will. Because yeah, it's specifically like the, because back then still trying to be an actor, right? So like the shit I would send to agents. It's oh. just, uh, oh boy. Uh, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll pull some up for you. I, here's a real cringy memory I have. Yeah. Um, back when I was a writer, like writing for magazines, mm-hmm. I would periodically make copies of my clips. This is back before everything was electronic. Right. And then send them to, to magazines I wanted to write for. And it actually worked very – I had like really – I had written for this magazine in San Diego called Access that was like this glossy, um, really good-looking magazine. And I had done some cover stories. And so I had – my clips looked really good in it. It, were, it was – I was very successful with this. Like big magazines would reach out to me. But I remember this one magazine I, – I, I never knew what to do for my cover letter or anything. And I should remember <laughs> – Oh. oh my god this makes me want to fucking tuck my feet behind my neck <laughs> what i wrote on the front was here are my clips read them love them hire me <laughs> <laughs> that is that is being folksy yeah i mean cool that is a level fuck. 
of casualness that is but i mean so much i was young i was right. so i've decided i've yeah. let myself off the hook for everything too much now, so by just going like i was 22 i didn't know anything <laughs> I think I am looking at this through a bias lens just because I love you so much. But as you said it, I didn't have a ankles around my neck. No, you didn't make it sound sexual when you said it. What was your oh, yeah. tuck my feet? No, I did say ankles behind my neck. Okay. okay. But I didn't realize that's kind of a that's could sound sexual. I just mean it in a like I wanna like right. curl it into myself. Exactly. Yeah. Well yeah, we should yeah. that should be um uh, I don't know how you want to put that into a format, but have everybody read your emails from 2003. Yes. Or wait, I don't even we... know that I have. So I used to have AOL and right. I don't, I, I often wish that I had access to those emails. They're like, yeah. they like disappeared. I don't know where they are. I was just trying to think, I'm like, what did I have before? Yeah. I think I had Earthlink. Was that a thing? Yes, it was. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Wild. You guys, this was so much fun. Thank you oh, man, so man. much. Eric, this did you just say something? I said, you're... OMG, this is amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it got mumbled, yeah. <laughs> no, it was weird. It like cut out on my end. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, this was super duper fun. I would like to remind everyone, um, Patreon, et cetera, if you want to send in your Just Me or Everyone, tweet it to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Uh, and if you want to want to communicate with us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. Five stars is our favorite number. I periodically read them on the show. I definitely see all of them. And, uh, and also I'm on Cameo. And uh, I am forgetting my other things that I normally say here, but that's okay because I have decided that I don't need to remind you guys how to listen to a podcast <laughs> on every episode, just most of them. Um, Daniel, oh, it looks like he's on a work call. So it's Renee, yes. where might we find you? <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Renee S. Colvert. If you like dogs, tugboats in there, he's tugboat the fluffy pit. That's really, that's pretty much all we got for social media. And then I am figuring it out. But if you want to catch this, uh, oh, because Allison's going to be on. So you should I'm do that. that. Um, uh, my pandemic makeover spectacular, uh, yeah. on to Monday. What day is that going to be? The 26th. Allison will be on. So oh, come check out that one. So soon. I Exciting. Know. I have fucked myself in this turnaround process. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what about you? Yes, I'm uh, Eric Jason Martin on all the socials. You can find me there. Um, and um, check out uh, check out my book. It's uh, yeah, I think I have it here. New Arcadia Stage mm -hmm. One. The uh, audiobook stars uh, Matthew Mercer, Sam Regal, Eric Ishii, John DiMaggio is the bad guy. Takes you back to the 90s. It's an amazing time. And you can also hear me um, on The Daily sometimes, The New York Times. And I'm going to be on an episode of uh, the uh, NYT podcast Modern Love coming up pretty soon. So, so How cool. Eric. I didn't know you're on The Daily. I'm some t not on the regular, but I'm on The Daily from time to time. <laughs> 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 that's really cool uh tony what about you uh oh real quick you can uh go back to uh daniel real quick you want to promote anything daniel d quants on the snappy but for me uh twitter and instagram at tony thaxton 
and my podcast bizarre albums every tuesday and also check out song a week uh every wednesday the don't stop or will die podcast brand new song every week i play i produce that show play drums on the song every week and also there's a new don't stop or will die record that is a collection of some of the songs from the first uh several episodes of that show that record is called bloom of the goji and you can stream that wherever you stream things nice and i'll do daniel since he seems to be otherwise occupied but again on Patreon, you can watch him talk to his boss or whatever he's doing. Um, but uh, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, Daniel Quants, and he's been posting his art on Instagram a little bit here and there. So you can, we talked about that earlier, and you can go see that there. Um, oh, wait. I oh, think he he's going to come back. He might be ready. What happened? Uh, Everything okay? No, it's an urgent work matter. Oh. He just kept calling, and it kept interrupting my Zoom, so it would make the, the all the, your faces go away. And uh, then he was texting me and emailing me, and so I just had to take the call. Got I, it. I didn't want to break in and go, "Excuse me, guys, I'm gonna." D-. I just thought I'd take it. Yeah. But, uh, well, we just did our plugs, and I want to. What I said for you was follow you at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram, and that you've been posting your art a little bit on Instagram. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. So hopefully you enjoy that. Maybe I'll pepper it in with some cute pictures of kids and dogs just to keep you strung along. Um, so at Daniel Quants over there. It's good times. It's a real party. I'm gonna maybe I'll do some shuffling tutorial videos. Yeah, I'll show you guys how to how to uh, do various dance moves. Whatever will keep you engaged. Oh, sh- I was shuffling. I'm like, you know I want to learn fancy shuffling. You don't know how to do that. <laughs> no, that's what I thought he's talking about, too. Oh. You mean some kind of dance. All yeah. right, you guys. This has been super duper fun. Thank you so much, listeners. I love you. You matter. Fuck it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Was, Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the uh, way, someone wrote together, to me, an, an ardent fan wrote to me and was like, I, I like everything you do except the you matter because to me it suggests that your listeners have like chronic low self-esteem and I get what he's saying but there are a lot of people who have said that they love the they really like the you matter part of it and that it like makes them feel good so so you all matter except for that one guy. that guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> people who you, even people who know they matter it's still nice to hear it's nice, it's nice to hear, hear it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thank you for listening i love you you matter goodbye hey do you know about the allison rosen show 